Yo, what's up Instagram, welcome to Friday Night Live, my name is JD, this is the 4 fucking 60, let's fucking get it. Big up if you're listening back on the Apple or the Spotify podcast people, you can now catch us on damn YouTube, go to the link in the bio on the Instagram.com slash the underscore 460 underscore, make sure you come check us out. Monday to Friday, 7 to 8 p.m., we wreck the UK hard. Tonight, we are going to talk about, can cannabis help with addiction? I think it can, because it has me. So we're going to get 420 O'Hanna on. We're going to have a chat about that. Then we'll chat about some random other stuff. Might start the episode off on my own for 5, 10 minutes. Chat some shit, you know how we do. Let's get it, people. We've made it to another weekend. It's bloody windy out there, people. Big up everyone joining the live. Let's get it. Oh, getting better with that time, isn't it? Like, let's get it then, people. Welcome to Friday Night Live. Like I say, my name is JD. This is the full fucking 60. We have made it to another weekend, baby. We have made another weight clean off the cocaina. All thanks to the damn Mary Jane. So... Last night episode, we had Peng the Magic Dragon on, and we chatted about whether cannabis is addictive. Um, and we all had different points of view, really. I don't think it's physically addictive, but I think you can definitely get a min- a mentally addicted to it, as in, like, the feeling. But if you missed that, go listen back to last night. So what we want to talk about tonight is the positive side of it, of what benefits cannabis can have for addicts. Because I have uh, used cannabis to get off cocaine and drink, really. Um, don't know how I did it, but we'll talk about that tonight. We'll talk about some of your stories. If you got any questions, if you got any comments about how cannabis has helped you with addiction or illness or anything like that, drop us a message in the special box, a question mark with a message around it, and we'll get through them tonight. Um, what are we going to start off with tonight? Obviously, big up the sponsors of the show. We have got WoodiesUK.com, the best damn CBD vapes in the damn game, baby. He's got all that turp stuff coming out as well. The turp fruits, turp, everything. You got these disposable, no, these cartridges, can of fruits, fire. Might have to get my CBD out, have a play with that. We have got Octoworks UK, the geezer, you know about him. He's got the new squid cannons out, we'll have a chat about them another day. But, the best thing he's got is the 460 cannons. He's got the 1.5 naked 460 cannon. So make sure you go over there and buy yourself one of them, have a smoke, let us know, tag us up. Also, if you buy one from him, a pound goes to the show to making it a bit bloody better, people. Big up simplysouvenirs.co.uk. The human sucks, the digital dabble, my favourite bit of kit. Might have a play with that this weekend, actually. Make sure you head over to simplysouvenirs.co.uk for all your souvenir needs. If you need any cool souvenir seeds, don't you fucking pop them, you dirty, druggy bastards. But yeah, big up them. Um, big up Dale, boy. Dale's secret fucking club. This week, I've been munching on the edibles. These are too damn strong. Dell's sour apples are too damn strong, man. Nearly put man in the bloody coma. He's had some chocolate. I've been yamming this chocolate all week. Been having like a little line of it before I go to bed. It just... It's just been making me feel... Oh, I forget. You're on the audio as well, people. So, we got some edibles from Dell's private club. And they were fire. We also, this week, have had some weed from my boy, Harry Potter. Um, what flavours we smoked this week with him? We have had the Simpsons Hash. Lovely. We've got the ice cream cake. Probably one of my favourites from him. 
We've got the White Shark. That was actually beautiful. Forgot about that one. That was probably my favourite, actually. That was number one. Then you've got the Mimosa Evo. One day I love that one. Next day I hate it. One day I think that tastes really nice. Next day I'm like, is that sick tasting? <laughs> That's a Mimosa. And then we've got the Dog's Bollocks. Another good one. So, big up Harry Potter, man, for your fire. I'll probably cut this into a video for me over the weekend because he's a good lad. Make sure you go show him some, some damn... Some damn report. <coughs> Not report. Damn support. Yo, we've got Shan, Shan stickers messaging. Go check them out. They do stickers and all that. DM me, brother, if you want to chat with me. Let's get it. Um, this weekend, I'm hopefully going to get the full60.com up. So I can put all my links on that, put all the videos on that. I want to, you know, try start branching from Instagram a bit. Always going to do lives in here. Well, I'm definitely in a minute trying to build my YouTube up. If I get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube, I can go live. So I'm thinking about doing that on a Saturday during the day, going live on there and chat with people. So make sure you go to the link in my bio as a link tree. Now, of all my links for all my fucking different social medias, go to the YouTube, click subscribe, and that does me a massive favour, people. Really, you know, um, and I don't know what I'm going to do with the website, but we'll probably have merch eventually. So make sure you support us over there. Another decorating weekend this weekend. Last weekend, me and the missus, well, I painted the kitchen. Then we done the living room and the hallway. We've got the bedroom and the bathroom to do. And then our spare room. And then the flat is done, baby. Then we'll start having people over. Maybe doing some live podcasts from the spare room we're going to get set up. So that'll be fucking good. That's me decorating this weekend. Decorating shit, innit? When you get into it, it's all right. What I do, what I tend to do at the minute, though, is I pick the same colour for the wall that I've got on the ceiling, because I hate cutting in, didn't you? I start all neat in one corner, but by the end of it, it looked like I had Parkinson's or something. It's fucking all over the roof. It looks like I've just fucking had a go at it, Mush. A bit like abstract. <laughs> so that's going to be a bit of fun. We are off to Tenerife in about nine weeks, me and the missus. I can't wait for that. We're going out there, so we'll be looking for some links out. Well, I will be. Oh, we've got Big Nasty's um, BDO out there, so we're going to go over there, see him, hopefully. Might go to his mum's restaurant, the Nasty's Caribbean restaurant, eat some of that. We're going to do a cool, few cool things. They've got, like, if you're like me, a stoner, I love space. I love the stars, I love anything to do with space, black holes and all that. Oi, oi, love a black hole, me. Um, but in Tenerife, they've got a stargazing thing up there. So, um... You got that mount toy tidy in the middle of the night or whatever. You go up the mountains to take you on a coach. You go up there, you have a bit of a, you know, siesta or whatever they call it. You know, no, not siesta. A bit of lunch, but the middle of the night. And then they get the old telescopes out. And it's the clearest place in Europe to see it, apparently. So that's going to be fucking cool. We'll make sure you're there with us. We'll get some footage for that. Going to go out there, hopefully do a couple of interviews, maybe with a reef for um, some of the smoke shops out there, how they're finding it. But obviously, I'm going out and spending it with my missus. It's our first holiday together, so I'm buzzing for that. It's going to be fucking sick. Something about being on holiday, ain't there? Sun on your back. Well, sun on her back. I'm in the shade. Fact 50 on. <laughs> fucking hell, babes. It's not a shade for 200 metres. I'll meet you there. <laughs> I'll DM you, mate. Get your Addy and send you some stickers. Big up, Sean stickers. I, um, I get sent loads of slaps. I don't know what to do with them. I don't really do anything with them, but... I ain't even got slaps on myself yet. Maybe we will, but um, we'll see what happens. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. But yeah, big up yourself. Message me, bruv. We'll always, um, you know, plug you up and that. Okay. Come on, son. It's the bollocks. Got to go Turpanese and the Turp Works. Is that in, is that in Barcelona, um, Tenerife? 
Jonathan, maybe soon we're going to do a Tenerife special evening where you lot can tell me where to go. We'll plan my evening out one day. The missus is going that. She'll, she'll enjoy going to the BDL and that. She'll have a smoke probably. Fuck. Fuck. It's all falling apart. Um, Jesus Christ, you had a storm today, people. I work in an old barn, yeah, and that was a swaying. Uh, if someone was come knocking, they wouldn't have knocked. They thought I was up sinking there. It has been fucking windy. My sister sent me a funny video. I was like, this is how bad it's got. And there's a geezer talking on the news. You think something's going to spank him in the head like the sign, that woman. And it's just a plastic bag. <laughs> but yeah, it was, what's got? My miss, the trains weren't going to be running, apparently. Or they were saying, look, we don't think we're going to happen. Yeah? Don't rely on us. So I was stuck in the middle of nowhere. I get the train home at a minute. So my missus drove 50 minutes to come get me. Good old girl. Chat, cancelled her nail appointment and everything. I don't think she's too happy about, but she come and got me. But driving home, it looked like she was fucking dancing with a car. It was all over the place. So hopefully that storm's died down a bit. Now, I've still got, well, I was going to say my roof ain't flew off, but I live in a ground floor flat, so I ain't got a roof really. If this roof does go, it's because he's changing his floorboards. <laughs> What are we going to smoke on tonight then? Oh, my boy um, dropped me around some gelato last night. I bought it, do you know what I mean? And he, he ran me after. He was like, bro, I have to be honest, I've just smoked this. He just picked it up. He goes, I'm not the happiest with it. If you didn't like it, tell me tomorrow and I'll replace it. I smoked it. Don't get me wrong, you don't get me the most stone, but it tastes all right. But guess what? It fucking stinks, bruv. I smoke weed at work, yeah? Unless my boss is in here. You fucking prove it! I'm saying nothing. Go get me a lawyer. But yeah, I smoke a bit of weed in there. So this morning, I had my morning one after the gym in there. I walked in and one of the lads goes, wait, wait, you smell a bit lively, bruv. I said, I'll be all right. Then the boss come in, didn't he want to talk to me? I'm all, yeah? I said, I was, he goes, cool, you smoked a joint? I said, yeah. It fucking stinks, doesn't it? Because I'm not allowed to smoke it, but if you get caught, what do you do? You think bollocks is home. He just laughed and that. But that fucking stunk. You know, it lingers on your clothes and that. Even when I was going to the toilet, I sat down on the toilet, I was thinking, it's fucking so much stashing weed in it. It's fucking me. So yeah, that was funny. Lucky me boss is cool. To be honest though, we're going to talk about my addiction tonight. And my bosses have been brilliant through it. My boss and his wife, which is my boss as well, they've been brilliant through it. So we're going to get full 20 Hannah on soon. We'll have a chat with him. This weekend, I think it's Saturday night, we've got Khan versus Kel Brook. I'll just watch their gloves off. You know, they're, when they, they do an interview with each other. And I don't know what to do. Khan's being cocky, but I think Kel Brook wants to hurt him. Khan better be coming unready, because, you know what I mean? Like, Khan, um, Kel's a bit of a bigger lad, naturally, isn't he? I don't know what they're fighting at, 147 or something. I don't know what weight they are. They might be lighter than that, maybe. Uh, but that will be... I hope they have a good fight in that. I don't know who I want to win. But maybe we'll talk about that next week. Because I know not a lot of you went onto the boxing. But it was funny watching that. Kel Brook looked embarrassed in some things. Um, he looked like when he had, Khan was a bit too chill. But Khan is that cocky... Yeah, I, I think... After watching Gloves, I think I want Kel Brook to win. I might have a bet on him, actually. I fancy him digging him out. Because when Khan goes out, he goes full lights out, doesn't he? It's like you ain't paid your bill with him. Boo! 
Douche. And you can't train your jaw, really, can you? And, you know, Kel's not... Kel Brook's not a, the fastest puncher, but he loads in him a bit. But it's like, cars, like, bah, 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 bah. And you're like, what the fuck was that, bruv? <laughs> so that'll be good to watch this weekend. I'll probably just watch it on Sunday morning. I'm not going to go golf this week. It's looking a bit wet and a bit fucking windy. So, um... Uh, the missus is staying in this weekend because it's her best mate's birthday next weekend, so they'll be out all week and you know them dirty, dirty, dirty stop outs. So, um, yeah, next weekend's my Saturday night off, so I'll probably get fucked up with some edibles, get all paranoia, sell a tape the door closed, the letterbox and all that, draw the curtains and have a little cry. <laughs> Khan's going to get levelled. Yeah, I'll get that feeling. I don't think Khan's trained as hard as he... I think he still thinks he's, like, world-class or whatever. Whereas, you've had a bit of time off, probably get a bit older. Better be putting out working. I reckon Kel Brook's getting up every morning, going for that run and wanting to win. Because there's nothing on the... Yes, yes, Felix, my brother. Um, so, what else are we going to talk about tonight? Or should we get straight on with the... Uh, let's get 420 O'Hanna on. That's just a bit of waffle to start the episode. Now we're going to have a talk about cannabis helping for addiction. Because last night we had a spill, we had a little chat about, um, is cannabis addictive? And the outcome for me was, what I worked out, I don't know if it's addictive, but I definitely found out there's a, there's a level where it's so, I'm proactive, and then there's a diminishing returns if I go too much weed. Bloody hell, Delboy! You stole Delboy's hat! How are you, bro? Good, brother. Good to see you, my man. You too, you too. So I don't know if you caught yesterday's episode, but me and Peng the Magic Dragon were having a chat about whether cannabis was addictive. Have you got a little, just a two-minute like little spill on what your opinions uh, are, whether it's addictive? Personally, um, short short term, I don't think it's um, addictive if you're just in early stages and stuff. I think it, as it gets in the long-term kind of thing, and I don't think as in like, Addictive is like opiates and stuff like that in that kind of way. But I certainly notice a difference when I go on to like say if I go on CBD for a day, yeah, and that at night time, I sweat more, and I'm assuming that is the the lack of THC, the change of the chemicals what I've been used to daily, and I've been having THC in my system for a long, long time. I say so. What I think the word is. I think it's habit forming. I don't think there's right. a physical addiction, but I think there's a routine yeah. and sort of like a boredom thing. I smoke too much. I don't want to do as much socially. I want to be a bit more locked away and just I don't need to go see people. Whereas if if I get to like a medicinal level, normally maybe where I'm yeah. doing it, I'm getting the mental benefits and what I want from it. Then I'm on a good track. But it's when I get that extra and I just want to eat shit, then start eating shit, smoking more, I get a headache. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? So it's just good to have these open chats because I'm a drug addict. I like to always revisit it and question what I'm doing, why I'm using it, make sure I'm using yeah. this. So I started using this to get off the cocaine. I don't then want to just replace abusing a substance or whatever. I don't like to call it a drug, but by the government, it's a drug at the minute, yeah? So I don't what like to abuse a drug for no reason. I'm not just want to get mad. You know what I mean? I don't just want to yeah. sit here like I'm just doing shots of vodka for nothing. Do you know what I mean? I want to... Um, I think Make this sure is I'm 
question at the moment, isn't it? Why it's classed why it's classed as a drug to the government. I've never classed it I've never ever been raised up that cannabis was a drug. I always got raised that it was a herb. It's always been part of mother nature and it's been there to help. And that yeah. was from my mum and my auntie and stuff like that. Maybe my grandparents wasn't um my granddaddy was more open minded, but my grandma bless her, she was um a bit more, she got feared by the fear mongering it back in sixties. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> she were a bit more doubtful of it, rather than my granddad were more easy minded. Mm. So, but no, as in like an addiction kind of thing. No, you're right. I think it's more of a boredom kind of thing. People like to do it because if you're busy enough, it's not like your body needs it and. No. And you start having withdrawals and shaking no, or no. having shits and stuff like that. <laughs> I think it's um, a part of your your diet if you use it regular. And um, I think your body, if you're going to intake it like I do, I have it all day, every day, nerve enough for my medical reasons. And um, when, like I said, when I have it on the CBD side of things, I can notice the difference on the night time. I'll sweat more. But that's the only... That's the only thing I've noticed from having no THC to having THC. It's probably where your body's so lazy off the THC, it can't be asked to sweat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, it. Um, so, I know for you, cannabis has helped with an addiction before. Yeah. And I know for me it has. So I thought we're good people. Just so, We ain't scientists. We ain't saying do what we do. All no. we do is we've used... We've, on our own way, and it worked for us, so we can just talk yeah. about that in an open place. Experience, isn't it, really? General experience we talk about. We're not coming from, like, what they'd say, an educational scientist kind of view of it. We're just coming from more of a, a standard kind of view. So this is how I feel for me. The reason I think cannabis really helped for me giving up the coconut is it wasn't as daunting as just going sober, if you know what I mean. Sometimes yeah. just being a drug addict every day, like a cokehead, the thought of going sober is daunting. What am I going to do with myself? Whereas when I was new to cannabis, it affects me loads. I mean, I had no tolerance. Yeah. It yeah. was like almost knocking me out. Like, you know what I mean? So like for you, it was more of, um, it, it was like a replacement thing, really. Um, with me, I've smoked cannabis from an early age. And then when I got into like the same addiction you was into, it prevented me from really getting too addicted. I had like a bad, I didn't call it really addiction. I had like a bad few months. Do you know what I mean? A bad few months where I was partying a lot and rather, but I didn't feel like I was fully addicted because I always had the, the cannabis there by my side. So I, I never ever had the, the bad come downs. I never had the, the feeling like I needed to do that every day because I always had my weed. Yeah. So that's why the first thing I think that worked for me is it's less daunting of just imagine like for me I was gonna leave all my any friends I did have that I was partying with or doing anything with, you gotta get away from them. And then just to be on your own with no other group, do you know what I mean? Whereas the cannabis sort of like led me to this Instagram and speaking to people. Also, um yeah, so it was less daunting the the fact of going sober if I knew I could smoke a joint you know, when I wanted to or when I needed to. But also, my biggest trigger, I don't really know why, but I get the train, I was getting the train home at the time as well. When, all day, I felt rough because I'd been on it like four. I was like, I'm never doing it again. 
Then I'd get on the train, I'd get to a certain point where I knew if I rung my man, he'd meet me in my house the same time I got in. And it'd be yeah. like three seconds, like, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. Fuck it, I'm doing it. And I'd ring it. Whereas so how, how did you get out of that habit then? Do you know, even though you'd stopped it and you wanted weed and that, do you know what stopped you that on that way home for that trigger point? Yes, is my boss. So my, my boss's missus started taking me to a recovery centre once a week on a Thursday. And um, I was speaking and saying, like, we sort of, like, I feel like this is going to be something. So they said, why don't you smoke a joint before you leave work? You can smoke yeah. it at work. So that when you're on your train, and at work, bruv, I'd get on the train, I'd be a bit chogged, a bit mogged, almost so they paranoid. So can the cannabis more helped you being on a relaxed stage. You didn't have that anxiety feeling at that point where you'd then lead to that further trigger where you'd bring your man to meet you at yours. Exactly. So... So it, that's where cannabis really started chipping away at it for me. The fact that I wasn't just gonna end up sober in the evening, cause I was scared of that. I didn't haven't been yeah. sat here sober in the evening for ages, if you know what I mean. Where, you know, and then, do you know, sober as well can be a, a, a beautiful thing. It really can. Do you know, seeing things from a different view where you're not used to like, like I've been always used to being stoned and that, but I have had a period where I haven't been stoned or medicated or high or out like that. It, yeah, it was in prison. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, One of them you know, all three had, bro. Buzzing of life in general, like, wow. I can't, you know, I win one of probably worst places to be in, but buzzing actually, you know, I've never seen life this way since from as far back as I can remember, do you know what I mean? So it is a good thing in a way to see it from a, a, a clear non substance kind of view and, and that's i've been i didn't have no nicotine there were no alcohol there were no drugs it were pure how your body should be do you know what i mean so that leads to me so the fact that i wasn't just going to be sober in the evening which is what that was when my life was shit i yeah. at work i could get by do you know what i mean like talk to people and just get by a bit when i got home and i was just alone well, you're busy as well at work, aren't you? So your mind's not going to be thinking about that while it's thinking about its job to do. Exactly. So smoking that joint before I left work really was perfect. It just got me past that bad five-seconds decision in my head. I don't understand what it was, but that was a trigger. Also, cash was a trigger for me. So having my money. So what I did was give my dad my bank card. And I was my limit I could have a day off him, cash, was £30. Because I couldn't pick up half gram, which is 40, but I could pick right. up weed, which is 30 for an eighth. So I, I then got into a rhythm where one day I was buying weed. And weed for last you longer than that half a gram. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. Fuck me. That half a gram, you look at it and you think, I'll do it in one. <laughs> God. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that really, that, not having my cash, just being able to pick up weed was, it's shit being 34 and not being in control of your money. I still don't have my own money. My missus has my money. She'll check my wallet for a go out. Not that I'm going to do anything, but I'd rather be overcautious than... Yeah, but that's because you know deep down, probably in your back of your mind, that there's a chance that you could still fall off at rails until you're more confident in yourself that you know you're not going to do that. That's when you'll be able to have your money back in your pocket, your bank card and stuff. But what I wait up is what... The only thing about having no money in my pocket is I spend it faster. That's the only thing. So it's never a problem. I'm like, where else? So when you're a drug addict, you do anything to get your money, didn't you? I'd write up credit cards, loans, sold everything I own. Do you know what I mean? 
Give, um, give, give family members or, or lying and stuff like that. Oh, well, I've... Uh, <laughs> I remember when I was younger and I had drug addictions. My poor old dad must have thought I bought about 20 cars. Every day I was like, I'm going to do this car up and make some money. Can I borrow 200 quid? He's like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking straight on the crack pipe. <laughs> project after project, but no project there. So what I found then is I was going more and more days clean off the coke. Yeah. And, and then it became a little bit of an, uh, a dopamine release, getting another day out of the way. I was then sort of like, that became almost a new addiction, trying not to sniff it. Do you know what I mean? It became, yeah. a, it became a focus for me. So it just sort of all worked together. And I, when I got to about maybe a month or two in, then it started easing a bit. I could see, I could see, well, life started getting a bit better. It's, you know, after 30 days of not doing that, I started, yeah. started waking up a bit, if you know what I mean. So I realised, you know, hang on, it's not as bad as what I've made out in my head. I just got myself in a rut. I couldn't get off that train track. Every day I wanted to go that way, but I'd end up just going back on that loop. Yeah. But we just let me indicate right and get out. You know what I mean? And like, like you said, it's <laughs> led you to this and obviously creating more bigger things, really, for yourself. Better things to enjoy. So... No matter what anyone says, even if people hate weed and they think it's bad, this is a harm reduction for me, 100%. Any yeah. damage I'm doing, if any, is... you. I will never overdose and die from marijuana. Well, you can't get any deaths, really, is there? Um, so, like I said, I think if there's been any public for any kind of deaths out there, any publicity out there, it will be fake publicity to try and... Be, put still that stereotype kind of bad stigma on it. There's always going to be a, that little bad stigma until it's fully like absorbed and aware that it's only a herb. It's literally like your herbs in your, you have everybody has in the kitchen. You've got your thyme, your rosemary, all that. To me, that is how I have always looked at it. It's just another way you can in, introduce it into your diet, whether you want to smoke it, whether you want to eat it or, there's, like, like I said, there's a lot of different ways to, to have it now. But I think more people assume that smoking it is, is the best way to do it, which, to me, it's not in the long run. Do you know what I mean? I'm suffering now. I've never been a nicotine kind of person, but I'm suffering with lung problems now. But I've always been a weed smoker, so there's got to be some sort of relation. But that is only since my lungs, and this is coming to think about most of it, looking back, my lungs have got worse since most of the PGR kind of stuff's come in. Do you know what I mean? When it were all more natural ways in the 90s and stuff, I didn't have no lung problems, really, with me, me smoking weed and that. So if anyone's growing out there and you are using PGR, because I've looked into this a little bit, and um, people probably don't know they're using PGRs in some of these ranges because they don't have to put it on the bottle, if you know what yeah. I mean. So you've got yeah. to do your own research about things. All I can tell you is uh, there's other companies that have done it through the MPK podcast. They've been tested. And the monkey range is now 100% PGR-free. So Yeah, I, this is, I think if I were ever going to get back into it, um, monkey's PGR-free range is only one I'd use, knowing yeah. that they've gone, put so much work into it to, to get this, this range and this product out. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and, or, it'd be that or organically. They'd, they'd be on it two ways. The reason I love Monkey, yes, I walked into Product Earth, I didn't really know anyone like that. 
And they just took me on. It was like full sexy, come here, love what you're doing, boys. And they were just, they were honestly for everyone. They, were, they weren't trying to sell their products or even promote it. They were just giving away prizes. They were at music. It was bad about. It was, they well, were just... ma marketing is how you get attention. Once you've got that attention, that's when you can start then. It, well, it sells itself, doesn't it? A good brand will sell itself. You don't have to push it on to anybody. That's a, that's Dyla Dank. Dyla Dank, 100% PGR3, used by him, spoke by me. Let's get it. Big up, monkey boys. I love them. Because when you went to Product Turf, they had a massive booth, main sponsors. Kitted it out. It was awesome there. Then you go to fucking Paradise Garden. Fucking put a tent on for us with a pool table and all that. <laughs> Also, what I wanted to think about is going forward, like, I started to believe in a full a full plant benefit, like, not just, you know, not these, like, I'm... I've always been about the full plant. This is why I've always said, for all the years of Instagram, every time I popped in and popped out, I've always said, the full plant is the full benefit. So if I were ever doing RSO again, it'll be the full plant. I don't understand why people chuck the stalks and what oh, when I were doing my RSO and giving it to cancer parents patients, I were actually doing the full stalk the lot. I was grinding the lot up. You know what I mean? Grinding the lot up and putting it all through an alcohol process. See my my thing is I I relate, I swear to God, the cannabis, like the growing and the bit of it to bodybuilding. There's so much Crossover for me because I know more about bodybuilding and the body, how it works, and that. It's so much crossover between the two, I feel like. Um, even with like, I think just taking the THC out and just maybe just using that, you might not be getting the benefits of what it does with other things. Like, say, milk. If yeah. you're drinking, if you use like red milk, because there's no fat in it. The vitamins are not soluble in your body. You need the fat. Well, the red, the red milk, all it is is it's diluted down. The stages goes from pastures, semi-skimmed, and slowly. And all it is is diluted down. And like anything, if you dilute anything, it weakens it. Mm. And it also, the other way, what, let's, let's look at cocaine, yeah? Back in the day, coca leaf, they used to just munch it for a little bit of a shot of energy. Yeah. And then as humans, we then go in their science and we extract it and we make it something. That's bad. Well, well, this is where... I don't, think, I don't think anyone will ever have a problem with the plant. I think yeah. adverse reactions that will come as we start making too strong and not putting it up. Like CBD and THC want to be together for some reason. They want yeah. to... They work better together. But they both have some sort of benefit, don't they? So, like, your THC will encourage appetite and, and stuff like that, where your CBD is more better for your relaxing and your pain and your sleep aid. So, it, to, like I was saying before, a 50-50 ratio... Doing seeds at a 50-50 ratio, so whatever the THC levels, there's always going to be the same CBD levels. To me, you can't go wrong with that in future, early For all I think, rec I think recreational, they, you don't really... You, you want your THC to get fucked up. But I think these medicinal... <coughs> I think going, going forward, a full-spectrum, full-range plant is definitely going to be better for your body. Because we've got that endocannabinoid system. I'm still not up to date. I'm learning little bits as we go, yeah? So I know there's that's, the, that's more the science behind the things, isn't it? This is what I need to get into. I know our bodies, so scientists say that we have an endocannabinoid system, but we also have an, op an opioid system as well. So have we got all kinds of systems in our body? 
They make all kinds of labels up as they go along. How I look at it, there's good and bad in every kinds of things in life, really. So, like like the natural ways with the coca leaf where you used to chew on it and stuff, that was a good thing until they started bish-bashing and boshing it and turning it into a multi-million pound drug thing and stuff like that. That's when it goes wrong. Cannabis, all the herbal kind of thing, tincture, till people started, like, blazing it left, right and centre rather than using tincture becomes a bad fucking thing. Do you know what I mean? Opiates with the poppies that were used for Chinese remedy for thousands of years. And then people started introducing it into like, God knows what they do with then turn it into a powder form and then cut it and bash it and killing people off and, and, ma and mass pop putting it out in masses to the public. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Well, uh, let's bring our art to this question and we'll crack on. What do you think the percentage of stone is dab extract? What percentage of stone is do you think dab? Um, I think I'd, it's low. I think, yeah, we're going to say, I'd say it's more of a 30 70. So 30 dabbers, 70%, I'd say, are probably I more think, your smokers. I think less than that. Because my maths, I'll say, I reckon you've got to think how many people smoke weed that are not on here. On here, that might be right. But I think there's a more of them that are just smoking weed that are not on Instagram. The people on here I'm just thinking of a worldwide kind of thing with numbers, so it's like I won't say it's it's half, it's definitely not half. Yeah, you know I mean say like ten percent. Would you say as low as that? Yeah, because I think that I think that's like a connoisseur, that's a more I don't think there's a lot of people that even know what that is still. I didn't know what it was till I started this. It was just weed round here, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think it's low. I think on Instagram it's probably 40 percent maybe. But that's because we're all a bit more it's a community on Instagram, isn't it? It's not just it's not just the 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 random John Henry from Dark Street, do you know what I mean, who's always been a smoker who don't care what flavours he gets, long as it's fucking weed and gets him stoned, do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Well I I I will dab, but it's not what I do I love having a joint, putting it down, doing something, coming back to it. I don't really sit and chuff a straight joint all like that. I do things until I've had enough. Then I'll go, yeah. do you know what I mean? But anyway, let's get back on the fucking story, man. Bloody hell, we, we're getting off subject. So uh, this is what I think is a good thing that's going to happen in the future and even probably happening now is, yes, say you're, on coke, say you're on heroin. That is, each day there's a chance you're going to overdose. Once they're putting this fentanyl in it, you don't know what's in it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it, you use more and more, you start injecting it, you're getting yourself in trouble. I think if we can get people to use the marijuana to come off it. I think within the 30 days, 60, 90 days of not being on that heroin, it's a different person that you're then trying to help. Have I you noticed you as well, with, with the heroin, they're like, for, for them to come off it, they give them methadone, which is like a, a, a synthetic heroin, really, isn't it? A man-made substance. So why are they giving them, to get them off of that, what's causing the problem, why are they giving some of that's the same kind of thing? Do, do you know what I mean? When really, like you said, if they were giving them CBD or like medical cannabis, the fact that how much, what it is with heroin addicts as well, a lot of them have gone through a lot of like bad circumstances, they're not working, they're, they're on streets, a lot of them and stuff like that. So they'd find it hard to, to like fund their, their habit coming off it, especially with medical cannabis. There needs to be something out there to really target maybe these heavy opiate-based users to help them come off it. If they want to come off it, because we can't force them, can we? No. And, it's, it, and if you start forcing it on them, it's not going to work. No. They've got 
want to do it, do you know what I mean? So once they go down that road, if there can be some sort of service where they can get it for free, because, yes, we've got this Sapphire Medical where, yeah, it's all right where you can pay for your assessments and stuff. These can't afford that, do you know what I mean? There's got to be something for these more people that are, are going to have got no choice. They feel they've got no choice, do you know what I mean? Because all they've got is the, either the methadone off of the doctors, which is giving them the same kind of stuff, or the stuff off the street. So this is what was happening, like, I used to hang about, I've, I've been addicted to heroin once in my life, it was many, many years ago, and it was a short burst, I didn't really know what I was doing, I was hanging about with someone, whose their story is, he watched his dad die, and then right. from there, he just went off the rails, and like, spent his whole life heroin addict now, um, so I started hanging about with him, started doing it stupidly, not knowing the rules, um, but I think someone like him, he's never going to be in the right state to give it up, unless we change his mind out of that thing. So maybe going over to cannabis, I don't know how it works, but if you could get them onto the cannabis, I think cannabis, I'm not sure, but I think I've read about this, that cannabis can, THC especially, can help subsidise some of the, um, the withdrawal symptoms of heroin. Well, the, C the CBD side of it can help with the withdrawal side of things, but the THC can help with the appetite. So mm -hmm. why they're not eating, why they're withdrawing and stuff, that will give them more energy to obviously anything like if you've got a flu or a virus you eat you, you keep your energy levels up don't you really to fight it so it'd be like if you're withdrawing you need to eat or it's going to make things worse isn't it i found coming off the of like opiate-based uh, prescription drugs so there were like leg aches i think they call it restless leg syndrome or something like that do you know what i mean i had all that kind of stuff that my stomach was weak, everything was pushing out of me, I was shaking, I was sweating. And like I said, if I had not had my cannabis, that would have been probably 10 times as worse for me. It was bad enough coming off of the pre-gabbling and the tramadol with the cannabis. So I could not imagine, I probably couldn't have done it, if I'm honest, I probably couldn't have done it if I had not had medical weed inside of me. <coughs> well, so always, always Turpy said, methadone stronger than heroin so what i i so before i started dabbling with the heroin i was hanging about with him so he used to get the methadone yeah get me to piss for his test and then he'd sell it he'd sell it to the geezer in bedford he used to drink it so he used to fucking gouge him out so then yeah. he was then using what they were giving him to get off it to fund his heroin yeah so he's yeah. got to be you know, it's, it's, anyway, let's get back to this. Oh, we've got a question, actually. Oh, he's talking about the dabs, how many people. About 50% still don't. Yeah, I've still got mates that don't even know what a dab is. Um, do you know what I mean? So uh, let's get back into Where do we get to? So, yeah, I think if you can get people, like for me, just, cannabis just gave me a chance to bring some of me back yeah. and then wanting to start moving forward again, if you know what I mean. Like, I would have done cannabis... And, Forever, I was just in a bad loop. Yeah, he needed a yeah. way out. The thought of going sober was not happening. Like just going cold turkey and just sitting here on the, in the evening. Right, what do you do now? Cannabis gave me that something to look forward to in the evening. If you know what I mean, getting in, smoking that joint, feeling that, eating a bit of food, and also going from being a cokehead, hardly sleeping, to sleeping. Cannabis. And sleep. Our body needs sleep, especially our minds. It, you know. Uh, <laughs> They use it as like a, a torture technique, not 
not sleeping, do you know what I mean? So you can imagine, if you're not sleeping for days, like, I feel sorry for people with insomnia and stuff, and they're up for like three or four days. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't three or four know. weeks, I used to be. Well, yeah, but you've got someone helping you there, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean but I'm talking, when you've not got nothing, that must be so stressful and frustrating, do you know, to be like, you want to rest and sleep, but you can't, do you know what I mean? Mm. I think there's so many... Like, even, like, we talk a lot about THC and CBD, but that's because I think there's going to be more big players that come through out the cannabinoid system, out, you know, these cannabinoids. I think there's going to be more that once the research starts coming, there'll be someone going, well, why don't we look at that one? No one's doing that one. Oh, yeah, but, you know, this is it, JD. They don't need to do all this <laughs> bullshit. Oh, let's look at this, let's look at that. We don't fucking need to know. All we need to know, and this is all we've ever known, is that cannabis is a good plant. It helps the body, and it's always been used for medicinal reasons. We don't have to look into separating different compounds to see what it'll do this way. We've got choices. We've got your, your psychoactive side of things, and we've got your non-psychoactive side of things. Mm -hmm. It's your choice which side. Don't start picking and choosing, like, trying to section beats and bobs. To me, like I said, it, it's all a good thing, and that's all that matters. Do you know what I mean? As long as it's clean and it's healthy. Do you know what I mean? It's when they start adding all these different fertilizers and these different like nutrients that have got all this shit in it. It's that. It's like, would you grow tomatoes in your back garden in a in a bucket of fucking dog poo? Do you know what I mean? That where dogs been eating, God knows what. Do you know what I mean? All kinds of shit. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? And you then top it on feeding it all these GMOs and stuff, so your tomatoes are this big rather than just standard. I'd rather have it standard and it tastes nice and be healthy than it looking right and stuff like this. And most people go down for all these kind of things for that look. What are they going for? It's not about looks, so it's about medicinal and health. Do you know, this is what I was trying to say. We can all help each other out about like, we. well, me and Dave is on here, I think. Me and Dave's done a collaboration with uh, some trim and some medication, edibles and stuff. So there's going to be loads of it next week and a half, I'd say, or fresh stuff, as it's freshly made, it's going to be free for community. All the, pay, all the pay is for postage, which just covers that postage it's going to there. It's going to be free, it's going to be clean, do you know what I mean? That's fucking the way to do it. Oh, I wanted to talk on about, maybe like, I don't know about this, but I microdosed with mushrooms before, and I felt amazing, and I felt the change from microdosing. So, THC is a bit psychedelic. Is there maybe a bit of a benefit with the THC psychedelic side? Is that doing something to the neurons in your brain? Even well, it's, it's got to be that they say, don't the um, psychedelics can open your third eye and keep you open? Well, it's funny how I've never been able to be controlled, and I seem to be a conspiracy theorist or a crazy person to <laughs> government and labels on me. Do you know what I mean? But I've always smoked weed, so and it's always been the THC side of things, not the cbd side so i'm wondering if it has yeah it's not as trippy but you're open you're, you're, you're open to everything so i think like you like i've never lost my gut instinct to my common sense apart from when i was on prescription drugs Hang on, you put that hat on <laughs> one nil to me i've got yeah. the same hat in there actually they're coming I back today. you are they're coming back them hats well, this is it. You know, this was my granddad's at as well, and I've had it labelled at back as well, so it's got the UC420 on it. That's my granddad's out now. That's one thing I've yeah. got from him. It, that and his slippers. 
Well, that's it. He, he, he's passed away now, God bless him. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'd be round there Nick my granddad's hat if he's still alive. He's dead. Yeah. Oh, I would have liked if he were coming in fashion. Like, is that... <laughs> I'll take that. You can have it back when it goes back out of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be about, about a week, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I, I, I really... I don't know about this. This is just me just openly thinking, but it, I noticed the benefit from microdosing with mushrooms. So, is there a benefit with a THC for that sort of thing like with addiction like I know psychedelics and anything like that sort of gives your brain a new path to where you're stuck on a routine like, will it connect the neurons do you know like the the reactors just like thingy you've got to understand I think mushrooms and psychedelics are more like of a more potent dose aren't they rather than your THC side of things I'm not too clued up on the mushrooms like I said I've had them in my my younger days I've had open experience and stuff and and since i've not really had anything since back then so i'm talking oh our 15 16 i'm 40 now so a lot of years ago do you know what i mean in the 90s so things might have changed I've, and, but like i said i've not um i've i'm more scared at the moment to to get into that because of the lifestyle i've lived I'm still carrying a few stuff at the back of my brain. Be a baggage. Be a baggage. Yeah, I don't want to face that yet. Do you know what? It might. It, I don't know how, how I'd react to it. Do you know what I mean? But it would be nice to, to push through it, definitely. But with the right people, like I said, it's got to be the right people, right crowd. Um, I can't be around somebody who's not, not going to be supportive if I uh, go on a bad level. Do you know what I mean? So for me as well, what I found the cannabis was a tool for my addiction at all i needed a few of them all to fall into place so what i'm luckily that the gym i was into the gym for a while before i stopped obviously through my addiction i took it back up and i found that smoking before the gym was a good feeling for me if i had just the right amount i wouldn't rush to get out of there i'd get into my music and be in the zone a bit more if you know what i mean yeah. so but also it can be a negative because it's 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 reducing the oxygen intake because you're smoking so you're reducing oxygen intake to your blood which um, obviously will stop you building your muscles than what it would if you was having more oxygenated blood into your system mm. so but having a smoke after the gym that's when it hits you that's mm. what i used to like i used to appreciate it more that smoke after the gym i used to think <laughs> wow you know it's like it's like starting smoking again it's heavy on you you know rather than the beginning so we've got a comment here, which I thought we'd just flag up. Um, Peg it to the balloon said, microdosing isn't the answer at all. Go fix your life and mental health instead of using a quick pill for that. But what I'm saying is the reason I think, if you've like me, I tried to give up coke a thousand times, it didn't work. I think we need, we need to be able to talk about other options and tools. Because all, like I say, I think the just gave me a... Pass it as a as a pill, would you? Microdosing is nature. It's um it's what's been used for centuries by Indians and stuff like that. We've got the ayahuasca. There's all different ways to reach that level. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's about connecting with the earth and the nature. But like I said, it's what you've been through as well. And like I've said, I without saying too much because there's some stuff that's going to be incriminating, and I don't want to incriminate myself. But there's going to be some stuff that I'm going to have to face if I'm going to go down that route with um, ayahuasca or microdosing and stuff yeah. like that. 
stuff that I would have to have the right people to support me. Not like I said, I've classed as labels with mental health and stuff. Like I've always said to people, the best thing about mental health is finding an understanding on what what has maybe given you that cause or trauma to cause that experience or even if you're going through depression. Numerous things can be for depression, though. It can be just having, like, not enough wages. But this is what I was saying. It's the train of the mind where you can still see a positive in a negative. And if you see a positive in a negative, there's less chance you're feeling depressed and low, if you, if you can see that, if you know what I mean. Death doesn't even get me low. Do, do you know what I mean? And people but, probably but, think that, but it's not. I accept it and I think, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Let's say someone's on heroin and can't give it up. They're actually risking dying every day, what they're doing. All I'm yeah. saying is, surely it's best to get off the thing that's going to kill you as quick as you can and onto something that's not going to kill you, and then you can work yeah. your problems out. Sometimes working your problem out on heroin, if you fall off, you might say, fuck it, and go have a big session overdose. But if you're trying to educate them, because I know a lot of heroin addicts that when they're not, like, got the stuff, they still have a smoke of weed and stuff like that. So I think it's more trying to, like, gain their knowledge on what can be right. And, like, like they might be thinking like you were, JD, when you were, oh, what can I do? What this And scared of, of being clean or not knowing what to do with their spare time. Do you know what I mean? That's what it is. It's the spare time. So that leads me to another thing. For me, I needed to find passion in something again. Passion mm. is honestly the quickest way to happiness. Having something yeah. you get out of bed for and look forward to each day. The 460 became that for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That became a passion for it again. So yeah. I, don't think it were, I don't think my... I needed all the things that fell into place at the right time. I met my missus at the right time. Mm. I found... I, I started... I got involved in cannabis at the right time for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. cannabis, just the thought of sitting sober on my own in the evening, I couldn't do. Cannabis was a harm, harm reduction on doing coke to leave reality. Yeah. Getting yeah. in, I was then eating. Where's you coke? Get in. I didn't eat all night. I didn't sleep. I get in there, I'll smoke weed. I would order a fucking pizza and have a nap. Yeah. That's a healthier life. Eating and sleeping is better than not eating and not sleeping, if you know what I mean. Plus, I can't die from the cannabis. I'm not saying, well, for me, it's definitely harm reduction. I know it's probably not the best way of doing it. I probably should do therapy and just to see why I'm like I am. But I ain't got the money to do that. I need to get out of it. I've ruined everything. So yeah. I, I honestly believe that. Then. I think um, with therapy as well, I've been to therapy myself. It, it can help, don't get me wrong. But I also took from it that what I learned in therapy I could have learned from every random person around me who's gone through difficulties, if you know what I mean. So I think it's finding that right person who's maybe been through them experiences. Do you know what I mean? And if you can find them people who's been through similar experiences, you wouldn't need to go down therapy for someone to tell you this and tell you that. Because a lot of it is common sense once you hit them ways of knowing what's made you go down that, that wrong path. Do, do you know what I mean? Like... For me, it was trauma. Trauma's a big thing for me as a child, do you know what I mean? So that's what's triggered a lot of stuff I've, my wrong decisions, should I say. But I look back now and I don't regret it because I'm sitting back and I know my trauma, do you know what I mean? And I've faced my trauma. I've got a big understanding of it where I can then hopefully help people who might have gone through the same kind of 
similar situation. Do you know what I mean? Without going into too much detail, but I'm hoping to to share my experiences to to basically help anyone, anyone who I can, but not just the cannabis community. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I've, I have helped people when I've volunteered for charities, and I've worked for like up here. There's a, a charity called Shiloh. Um, that's we homeless people now. The majority, I'd say, eighty percent of them homeless people are addiction people and people on the street. Well, the twenty percent are just like they might be just like going through difficult times. Do you know what I mean? The only difference between me and a homeless person is I had a good family. Yeah, I should be one of them. So when I walk past, I do feel sorry because. I'm like, you just me, bruv, but I had mum and dad that just, one day I'd had enough, I couldn't do it anymore. It was at the end, you know, when you're thinking in stupid thoughts. And they just said, come here, we're fucking sorted. Do you know what I mean? Like, so all I'm saying is, I tried to give up coke a thousand times. And that's the secret. Keep fucking trying. Then each time, I try something different. Like, I've been to recovery centres. I've done all that. Like, they do, they're at all. They don't, it's once a week. Yeah, Thursday and Friday I felt all right. But then come Saturday and Sunday, I fall off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas weed, with weed as well, when I start smoking it, it can be an everyday thing. And this 60 as well can be an everyday thing. So it's not just like um, once a week or twice a week. Do you know what I mean? You've got some. I'm addicted. You usually go. Do you know what I mean? I'm one of people. I can eat the same food every day, all day. I can do this. I can do a routine. I do the same thing every day. I get up, go gym, go work, come home, do live, spend it with the missus. I, I do, do that we, every day. You work better with routines then. Bruv, I, I go dangerous without routines. I can't, yeah. I need routine. I need routine. Yeah. I need routine. But also, I was going to say, cannabis also helped me start re rebuilding relationships with my family and that. I was a nicer person. Instead of, like, sniffing it and wanting to go and lock myself away, I could yeah. go have a pizza with my brother and have a laugh. And laughter's a good medicine. Yeah. Well, they say laughter's good for its soul, don't they? Yeah. But no, no, people, people, I was not, when I say I was addicted to coke, I don't mean I was physically addicted to, to me, but I, w I was addicted to leaving my reality every night of being on my own in here, do you know what I mean? So I understand what people say, addiction might not be the right word for it, but that's the word I've got. So I think there's six or seven different meanings for addiction for different people, do you know what I mean? All I know is I was doing the same thing every day, detrimental to my life, and kept doing it. A bad, a bad routine you were doing. I was doing about exactly that. A bad routine. Bad routine. Cannabis. <laughs> if I smoke the right amount of cannabis, not all the way up here, three or four, you know, average joints a day, then my life gets better. The routine I'm on is I go gym. I don't. I did not sniff line at three in the morning and then go gym at six in the morning, did I? Right. Cannabis yeah. makes me do that. I go golf on a Sunday. I smoke before I'm good at it. Do you know what I mean? Like... I'm I'm a motivated stoner. That's why I'm I'm motivated. Yeah. Well, the, I think this is what people have to understand is that that's another stigma over cannabis, isn't it? That it makes you lazy, it makes you idle. Now, like I said, without cannabis, I wouldn't have been able to do half the stuff I do. I'm just going to cope. My mind's all over the place. It's like it slows me down. It keeps me on a level, and it keeps me on like a focus thing. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes I might. Like, get too overpowering, but that's more with sativas. I found if I'm having a sativa side, I can talk and then forget what I'm talking about, going on to different categories and different, like, talks, do you know what I mean? Where if I'm on a more of an indica where I'm more chilled, for my mental health, that keeps me on a steady. If it slows me down, I can be a bit more focused when I'm dealing with everybody, do you know what I mean?
Right. So this is what I conclude from this for me. I think if you're fucked up and you're, at, I think cannabis is a great exit drug. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not a gateway. It's an exit. That's it. Like I said, if it weren't for cannabis, who's to say what I would have been addicted to? I could have gone down to heroin and stuff like that. Because don't get me wrong, in the 90s, I think I was about 14. I didn't even know what heroin was. Do you know what I mean? And my friends, we were all used to back in them days smoking black dope, solid. Do you know what I mean? Resin. And then they, one of the lads come and went, oh, look what I've got. It's some new resin. Lied to me. Do you know what I mean? It smelled like fish when I had a bit. And as soon as I told one of the older lot, I said, listen, uh, this such and such person's give me this, said it were dope. I knew it wasn't dope. That person straight away has then gone to this person, give them a slap, give me a slap, and then explain to me what it actually was. And that's how I got my education of, of heroin. Do you know what I mean? But like I said, if it wasn't for cannabis, I could have quite easily gone down that route of, 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 of heroin. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Um, someone just said there, it's not a drug, it's a herb. I know what you're saying with that, but it does, you shouldn't just like... It's just a, it's just a government label at moments, giving it a drug. Do you know what I mean? It's like I everything... I Everything's think... given labels, and we don't need labels. It's a herb. It's a plant. That's the easiest thing to say. It's a plant. Do you know but what I mean? I've not got a problem with it being called a drug because yeah. because it depends what you mean by drug. Like caffeine yeah. is a drug, sugar is a drug. Anything that alters your mind state, like. But you're yeah, just, that, you, you're yeah. definitely a different person when you smoke a fat joint. And they could say anything that changes the chemical compound in your body is a drug. Yeah. So caffeine, nicotine, alcohol, all like that, do you know what I mean? But I don't like, have a problem with drugs. I don't, I don't... To say intoxication really, isn't it? So... Yeah. I'm, because I'm not from a medical background, or I'm, you know what I mean? Like, that, that doesn't offend me. So I, I'm sorry if I ever offend anyone calling it a drug, but I don't mean drugs in dirty can't, you know what I mean? I, I just mean, <laughs> it does affect me, it does do stuff to me. Like, it, it, it is, it is altering my mind state at that time, do you know what I mean? Like, so... Yeah. Yeah, I, but but I don't mean drugs. It like drugs are good. We need drugs to for things. You know what I mean? Like if you go have an operation, you need drugs, don't you? Yeah. But it's it's it's. I understand what people say that, but yeah, if the police pull me over, I can't just say it's a herb and get away with it. It's going to be a drug in a minute. We we just need to keep having these conversations <clears throat> uh, because it's just. You know, Spreading uh, more awareness, isn't it? I think if we have more conversations on more educational and awareness kind of things, or I don't like using the word educational because, yet again, another label, do you know what I mean? But more spreading knowledge and awareness on, on the plant and the herb and what can it, what, what it can do for all kinds of people and, and ways in society. All I'm saying is I, if I had a kid and they're 13, I'm not going to be giving them THC. Like, mm. I think there is going to be something to do with brain development and probably leaving later in life um well that's another scientific thing where they can say it from prevent that and even i've said this it can prevent brain development but i smoked it from like my first hot knives were like 10 year old and then i didn't have none and then i smoked it from like 12 13 do you know what i mean non-stop well, until prison caffeine either i, I yeah. just think i think there's i think there's I, I, I think anything. To, I think I anything to do with clean it up too much. It's not for everyone. I'm not saying everyone should use it. I think we yeah. should have the option to use it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And we shouldn't be penalised either. Or so. So like, 
these parents who, who are feeling like they can't give their child who's got cancer RSO because they're going to have the child took off them or they're going to have social services involved, they're going to have this, they're going to have this. It's like I said, I'm going through it all my fucking self. Do you know what I mean? I had a report of a day saying he, he gave his child laced gummies. I thought, fucking yeah, CBD from shop. But fuck me, the, the gummies from shop, they're, they're not laced, do you know what I mean? You're making it sound way out of tool than what yeah. it is. And that, like I said to him, I went, I'm done fighting. I went, a system that seriously is not educated enough to understand the health benefits from it rather than looking at it more as a stigma drug kind of thing. I went, I'm done. I went, I believe in cannabis as a healing thing. I went, and if it means I have to lose access to my children, I went, so be it. I went, because that is your fault, not mine. I went, because I'm a good dad. I'm a good father. I'm a good man. I went, I do everything. It's not like I'm an idle or lazy bastard, do you know what I mean? I've never ever smoked it around my children. It's always been kept away and stuff. It's always been a private kind of thing of mine. It, to me, like I said, it helps me be a parent. I wouldn't know what to have done being a parent and not having the cannabis there with me having what they say is BPD and a, a personality disorder, I would have been all of it shot. Do you know what I mean? It's kept me on a level. It's kept me changing nappies and doing my duty. Yeah, I might not have been able to do some night feeds because <laughs> I'd be like, but <laughs> I, I make up for it tenfold through the day. Do you know what I mean? Cooking, cleaning and changing nappies and shit. Bruv, we've run over. I'm going to kick you Have out. Have we? Oh, yeah. Bloody well, hell. I love that. We'll carry this on another day. We'll go yeah, give me a shout out anytime. Love for that, brother. Great episode. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Get the fuck out of here. Boom. Um, so, that's just... Like I say, I don't know what the fuck I'm on about. All I can do is tell you about my life. I do understand people saying it's just a herb and that, though. But I ain't giving my 10-year-old son a dad. I ain't saying it's a drug, and I understand. I think we're at the point where people are too far either way. The people that don't want it call it the dirtiest thing ever. The people that do want it say there's nothing wrong with it, it can't hurt anyone anyway. I think some people will have a bad reaction to it. It's like anything in the world. Some people can't eat peanuts. You know what I mean? There's, there's, we've got to do more research. You know what I mean? We can't. Uh, anyway, I don't know what the fuck I'm all about. All I'm doing is trying to have open conversations that I want to talk about. I want to talk about my addictions and what. Um, what I've done to help myself, I don't know. I didn't know who to turn to when that when I was going through that. So, if even if I can just help one person, if I say one sentence that resonates with someone and it helps them on the path, because I promise you, get, get work on yourself, man, and get better. <laughs> um, so yeah, just work on yourself, make sure you've make sure you. The grass is green on the other side to all that other shit. You can get yourself in bad, bad ruts. And mine was all self-inflicted, so I can't relate to a lot of people. If you've had traumas happen and, you know, you've been abused and stuff like that, then it, I can't, I can't probably give the right advice. But if you're like me, you went on a bit of a self-destruct, there's a way out of it. And um, I like, to, yeah, this is it. there is a middle road, but fully right. There needs to be more research and collaborative evidence. That's what I mean. The more of us to talk about this, where else would we talk about this tonight? Do you know what I mean? We're just, we're just lads having a chat. I've been a pa I'm a pace player all day. You know what I mean? I'm, I wish I had time to sit and research all this. And all I could do is my experience on it. I know for me, if I smoke 
a decent amount of weed, my life gets better. If I smoke too much, it slows down getting better a little bit. It, there's a diminishing returns. If I don't smoke weed, I sniff my fucking life and it goes like that. So cannabis has definitely helped me from giving me, it wasn't so scary. So if you're out there, I understand it's scary before getting sober. What are you going to do with your time? Cannabis is a great way for me. It changed me from not sleeping, not eating, to eating and sleeping. I was not talking to people to, you know, I wanted to have a laugh with people. Cannabis is fun to have a smoke and have a bit, you know, a laugh with the boys. Nothing bad happens. If you go around there, you're all drinking and niffing up. Shit leads. Um, we should speak more. Let's do it. Peg, I'll get you on. Let's do it. I like to talk to everyone because I don't know anything. All I'm doing is tell you what's happened to me. I've been trying to give up a thousand times. I've been to recovery centres. I've looked at motivational speech and, and really I, I found four or five things that work for me. Someone you can talk to honestly, my missus. Cannabis changes my evening and also my day. Like, slows down the bad decisions for me. So, big up cannabis. That's all we're saying tonight. Love, we've run over. It's live for 64 minutes tonight. <coughs> oh, I've lost my fucking voice. The missus is on her way home. Big up yourself. I'll catch you Monday bloody evening, people. Um, don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. Um, yeah, subscribe. <laughs> Listen on Apple and Spotify. I am stoned as a mother. Big up yourself. Big up for the great comments tonight as well from Peg and a few other people. Love all the interactions. Let's do it. Big up everyone. Like I said, I never mean to offend anyone. I'm just here for open chat, so I don't... I say the wrong word sometimes. It's not a drug as in like... But this is what I like promoting because if you've got a chance of dying on the other ones if you do too much. You need to get off them. Get on, if you need to be doing something, you're going to be addicted to something, then cannabis is the way to for me. Oh, shouldn't say addicted to, but harm reduction, cannabis is a good way out, people. Well, it worked for me, so have a bloody good weekend. Stay strong, people, and I'll see you next week. Let's get it.